Oh, um, as a voice actor, like when we were in theater, when we were warming up our vocal cords, we always did these voice exercises. So I don't know if you're a voice actor, you do them too, but it's <coughs> like the. Them. Okay. Oh, do it with this. And then you gotta stretch. <laughs> Probably some yawns and some I, some lip trills. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I do I some think we're, we're, practices. We're prepped. I do butterka 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 we're becoming one. Is that That's us merging. <laughs> That's the sound of us merging. Trivana. Honestly? Trin, Trinvana? Trinvana. Uh, Satrini? Saini? Savini. Savini? Savini. Savini. Savini, yes. Hi, welcome to our podcast. We are Savini. We are Savini. That sounds like a great band name, actually. Like Welcome a to rock... the stage, Savini. Yeah, it's got to be a rock band for sure. Like yeah. that's like a that's like a group, like a seventies, eighties, like soft rock. Mm-hmm. Savini. Savini. Real Maybe names. we'll start making merch <laughs> that says Savini, a sports podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. That's what Before happens this, when you drink beer. <laughs> yeah, we had beer and then the buffalo chicken dip. You had you offered me buffalo chicken dip. And you ate fries. Yes, and we ate fries. And um, so that's just going to make this podcast so enjoyable because we're, we're drinking beer. So IPA, um, we're drinking Hazy Hero, uh, Hazy India Pale Ale. Um, this is pretty good. I'm not like a huge, huge IPA person, but I like mm-hmm. this one. And I like the sweet water one we had last week. I, um, I like anything by Sweetwater. Sweetwater so, Blue is my fave, but mix the air with the India Pale Ale, my burp, um, David's dirty laundry, David's dirty laundry, and and um, the- and the smell of buffalo chicken dip on your breath as well. Yeah, and welcome to the closet. Welcome to the closet. <laughs> welcome to the closet. You don't want to be in here. There's no airflow. <laughs> it's pretty hot today. I was. It's kind of a little bit warmer. It is, and I'm like looking for a vent. There's no vent, so like there's actually no airflow. <laughs> they don't have our closet hooked up to the AC ventilation system that I'm learning for the first time right now. Nice, nice. No, no. This this is good. This is good. This is a good start. I like yeah. this. Um. Well, I will say that speaking of airflow, I went to go see A Quiet Place Part Two. How was that? I'm weekend. not a scary movie person. I've heard that one's good. My sisters begged me to watch. I've never watched. It 
Uh, I, sorry, speaking of airflow, I guess I should preface that they uh, they were hiding from a monster at some point, and the only way that the monster couldn't hear them is if they got into this safe and they had to close the door and then, then they had to time themselves to see what time they had to come out of the safe safe because they ran out of oxygen. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was it was pretty it was pretty that that part was pretty nerve wracking. The whole movie is just like it sounds like it feels like you're in the movie and just like the first one. If you went to go see the first one, did you go see the first one? No, that's what I'm saying. My sister's been begging me to watch A Quiet Place and A Quiet Place Two. I'm like it's... kind of a chicken on scary movies, but she's like, it's not scary. It's like a thriller, which I can do thrillers, so I might give it a shot. I just haven't watched it and. I'm, like, nervous about it because I've heard people, like, get anxiety with the thriller and, like, you know, like, you're kind of, like, on the edge of your seat and, like, when they're not breathing, you feel like you're not breathing you're not and, breathing, like, right? that shit stresses me out. Like, yes. And this um, is the movie that does it because it's a called A Quiet Place and they have to be completely silent. Okay, well, so I'm you're loud, trying so not, this isn't going to work for You're trying me. not to be silent. You're trying to be, you're trying to be silent as well, like, with them because if you feel like if you make a noise, you you, you screwed everything up. You fucked everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's, I so a lot of I had popcorn, right? And so <laughs> every time it was like completely silent, I just go. I would just silently shove like five crumbs in my mouth, take a sip of my Coke, and let it just like just melt in my mouth and just swallow it. I didn't even chew it. Where'd you go? Uh, what movie theater? Uh, the um, the the Regal Theater off of um, what's the name of that street? Uh, I've just never been to a movie in Nashville. Ar- armor, ar- an- an- Anchorage, armor, armor, something like that. Huh. Okay, I've never been to a movie in Nashville. Um, I went and saw a movie recently. I haven't been to I, before, so I went three weekends ago. Mm-hmm. But I was in Louisville when I saw the movie, so I've still never been to a movie theater in Nashville. And we're coming up on our third. We're going to start our third year of living here, um, and I've not been to a movie. But until I went to that movie in Louisville, I hadn't been to the movies in like four years. Right. Yeah. Right. Like you, you have to be very selective with what you go see. The, the it takes go, a lot. What you go to yeah. the movies to go see. It takes a lot. It has to take like a Marvel movie. Yeah, it definitely takes a lot. Fan, I am a Marvel fan. You it takes go a the lot theaters. for me to go to the theaters, and there's not been anything in like the past four years until. I wanted to see um, In the Heights with Lynn manuel Miranda, the um, the musical movie. Never and, heard of it. Okay, well, <laughs> let's talk. What's it called? From In the Heights. In the Heights. Yep, and that's what I went to see. That's what drug me to the movie theater three weeks ago. Um, but other than that, I don't even... I'm trying to think of the last movie I saw in theaters. I think it was um, before that. It was <laughs> A Star is Born. Which yeah. came out like four years ago. Yeah. That, and was it that long ago? I think it was three or four years ago. Three years ago, maybe. Time has flown. Okay. Like I saw a thing, a meme on Twitter like three days ago that was like, we're still trying to process 2020, but in reality, we're four months away from 2022. That shit blew my mind. Like, so honestly, I think A Star is Born came out in 2018 and it, we're almost to 2022. So Correct. I, I think I feel the same way. I was listening to a, a um, an album that I really like. I can't remember what I was listen- which album I was listening to, but I, I, I was thinking to myself, like, wow, wait a second. This album came out in t- 2019. I feel like this just came out like this past, like a couple months ago or, yeah. or like this past winter. This came out two, two and a half years ago. Yeah, literally Incredible. time, I, I don't even know. I can't even comprehend time 
anymore like, at this point. I'm I've lost it. But seeing a quiet place was my first time going to the theater since the pandemic. Before that, it was before the pandemic, and I went to go see Bad Boys for Life. Okay, okay. You know, Bad Boys, Will Smith, Martin mm-hmm. Lawrence. Yeah, great movie. Great. No, I um I love that. I'm glad you got to go to the theaters. Yes. Um, and we did our our voice warm up, so we're like, we're in that spectrum right now. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Um. But cool, and uh, you know, enough with our our weekenders. Let's jump into things. Welcome to Just Sipping, guys. Welcome to Just Sipping with Savini. Savini, Savannah and Trini, Savini. Um, today we're sipping, uh, as I said, the Hero IPAs. Yeah, check it out. It's actually really good. Even if you're not an IPA drinker, um, this one is at least one to grab a six pack and try with you know a friend, a sig other. Whoever, but um, it's pretty good. I like this one. Trini brought this over. Hazy hero. Hazy hero. Yeah, it's it's delish. Um, But we've got a lot to talk about today, I think, so let's jump into it. (laughs) Um, I can kind of kick things off before we get into fall camp and what's going on. Um, You know, in the last week, uh, there were the Hall of Fame inductions, and we can't not, not talk about Peyton Manning being inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I mean... Right, right. Goat. Absolute goat. Go Vols. Um, go Vols. You watched it, right? Say Go Vols with me. Go Vols. For, yeah. For Peyton Manning, Go Vols, baby. Let's do it. For me. For you too, Journey. Okay, fantastic. Um, But you watched it, and I, I want to hear your take on it, or just like what you thought. I cried the entire time. Peyton Manning, when he speaks, he definitely knows how to make a presentation. He's he's a he's a guy that's just, um, well, he's just had so much practice of being a public speaker, and with his stories and his uh, charisma, you can you can't do anything but but like get emotional and be connected with him as he speaks and and listen to every single word. So, um, is it allowed that we? Put the snippet in here, right here. I can, um, I can do that. I know we can do that. It might be a copyright thing. We'll have to look. But if we can put the snippet, you'll hear it here. <laughs> if we look it up and we can't, I'm gonna revert back to YouTube or Google. But it's worth just listening Google to his it. speech. I typed it in today on YouTube. I just typed the word Peyton Manning. Every search after that was Hall of Fame speech. Hall of Fame speech. Hall of Fame speech 2021. HOF speech 2021. HOF speech. Everyone's been searching it and watching it. It's only seven minutes long. Like he starts off the speech talking about how this year they have cut the inductees time oh my to God. only six minutes. <laughs> that was fabulous. Yes, and and so um, he he only had six. Yeah, he calls everybody only had out. Six minutes, he but. calls everybody out and is like, you know. This guy would still be talking if he could. Here I am, <laughs> cut short. Thanks a lot. Um, but no, like to your point, Peyton Manning, and I'm maybe partial just with like Manning ties to Ole Miss, and I feel like I've grown up watching them. But like even Peyton Manning, I mean, it was like I got so emotional watching his Hall of Fame speech and just like him being inducted. And and to your point, he's such a good public speaker and I read an article that Archie had commented that he had practiced his speech like 20 times ran it by Archie before like wanted edits wanted feedback to like really perfect his speech because it meant so much to him and he wanted to like make sure what he was trying to articulate was receptive and people got that in the audience and he nailed it I mean 
I was emotional, but like growing up, I mean, you're, you grew up, you know, UT went there. So like, you know him, but I, you know, I didn't grow up watching UT games, but I remember like growing up and I watched every single Colts game. You know, my mom was a diehard Peyton Manning fan. So like, I, I just felt like it was like a closure of like a childhood moment watching him get inducted. And like, it's been several years since he's been retired and just all these memories like flooding back of watching him play for the Colts and his relationship with Tony Dungy and then he moves to the Broncos and he you know he goes out and wins one more Super Bowl and goes out like with this bang into his retirement and then the sheriff rides into the sunset yeah it was it was just like a really great closure feeling I guess for me in part of why I got emotional just like watching this full chapter truly like come to an end in full circle for him and then it was cool too I think that like Tom Brady, like, right. you know, biggest rival, um, was there in, like, support. Kenny Chesney. You saw the reason, right, why Tom Brady was there? Uh, he invited him. Well, he was there because he said, Tom Brady said this, he said, I wanted to attend just to make sure that he was done. I can't risk this guy coming back to the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> I can't risk it. Oh, <laughs> so man. I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, he doesn't want Peyton or Eli. They're two of the only other quarterbacks that have beaten him time yeah. and time again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was really, really cool that Tom was there and, like, showed his support. Of course, he had to get a crack at Tom in the speech, you know, uh, threw a little shade at him, but all in good faith. And then yeah. Kenny Chesney was there, best friends with Peyton. I just thought it was really cool at all the people that showed up in support. But um, we're definitely really, at that really, age. Yeah. We're at that age where a lot of our favorite players are going to be going in the Hall of Fame and retiring. It's like, yep. what? And then you start crying and you got to go buy their jersey or something like that. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. yeah. I When I knew Eli's last year was coming, you know, everybody was like, all right, it's going to be his last. Like, I went out, had to buy, you know, the Giants jersey with the you. 10. Yeah. I'm like, I've got to have this because they're going to, you know, they it's might not retire. stop. Yeah, they might not stop making it for a few years after his retirement because he's still popular and blah, blah, blah. But, like, eventually, that's going to phase out. And I was like, I have to have it. Um, And then, of course, I wanted not just the normal jersey. I was like, I want the special throwback jersey. (laughs) You know, like, homage. The alternate. Yeah. Like, the white. I wanted the the white jersey uh, for Eli. It's white, and then it's got the blue and red, like, ribboning. And that's, like, their throwback one. So it's not very popular. It's a lot more expensive. But I was like, I have to have it. Like, you've... These are just some of the classic players, to your point, that, like, are retiring or when they're about to retire and you know it's coming, you're like, I've watched them my whole life right. and now I have to have this. Like, And I think we're just about the same way. How how often do you wear jerseys? Not that often. No, I, I exa- think I've exactly. worn it once, you I've, know, but, I like, have you have to have it. <laughs> 15 or 20 jerseys, and I do not wear jerseys often. I, I don't wear them to work. I don't wear them out. I just I, have jerseys. I, the only time I've ever wear jerseys is if I was going to a game. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm like, I've got to have that because that's memorabilia shit and I'm sentimental and emotional and, like, I just feel like that's something you've got to own um, as a right. sports fan and, like, a supporter of that player that you've, you know, grown up watching, whoever it may be. Right. And, and quick note before we get too far away from Peyton Manning, um, my girlfriend actually got me for my 21st birthday an Eric Berry jersey. And that was right when he was, like, out of the league, going through cancer and, yeah. and and battling that, and then so that was uh, really special for me. Eric Berry also went to Tennessee, so um, that's just something where you're speaking to your point. Memorabilia, having something that represents something that's that's kind of bigger than football, and represents like uh, your feelings toward that player and feelings toward um, everything that they represent. 
and uh, sometimes that's just outside of football. Sometimes it's with football, but um, that was a it's it's definitely a special jersey that I have in my closet as well. Yeah, I love that. Um, my mom, on the Peyton Manning note, mm-hmm. you know, she's like the one that. You know, and she's the reason that I grew up watching him every Sunday because she was like the true fan. And then as a kid, you know, I'm I'm watching it right there with her, and I become invested and become a fan. But she still has her Peyton Manning jersey from like 2000 or 2001. I mean, that thing like she used to wear it every single Sunday that he played. Like she would put it on to like watch him in our living room and like good luck and she still has like the flag from when she went and saw him back in the early 2000s with the Colts but she still has her like 2000s Colts jersey with his name on the back that she would wear all the time and like now like that is priceless like and just like knowing that everything came full circle and he's in the Hall of Fame it just definitely made me emotional and we couldn't not talk about him just with our love both for the Mannings and then, of course, him being a Vol and, and that being a really big deal. Right. And one other thing about Peyton Manning, yes, he's he's definitely a professional speaker. He he practices. Yeah. He's he's very... Um, Preparation. Uh, 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 yeah. Preparation has been his thing in his whole career, whether it was for a game or a speech. Like, he is not going to go into something ill-prepared. Right, right. You know, I've done a commercial with him, right? No. Have we not talked about this? No, but let's share with the audience. <laughs> so he, um, it's funny because before we were shooting the commercial, they the the producers come up to me and they say, you know, Peyton's a professional. He's gonna come in here. He's gonna do one take, maybe two, and then he's gonna bolt because that's how they said. They, they, there was a story about him doing a commercial, uh, like maybe like a little bit before that, and then someone like some other like background actor or something like that kept screwing up the take and and Payne was like hey man I, I really gotta get this like let's uh, let's be professional let's let's do this and so mm-hmm. we can get going and, and, and so I can get out of here and not, not like in a mean way not, I, he right, probably but didn't like say, he, he didn't prepared say those, like, and was ready to rock and roll he didn't say those the exact ready. words yeah. he didn't say those exact words so that was not Taney Payton Manning at all um, but he definitely was like hey be ready so I'm like oh crap um, so this commercial was for our Big Orange Give at UT Knoxville. It's mm-hmm. a fundraising campaign that we do once a year where we uh, kind of promote all of our alumni, fans, staff, students to make uh, contributions, fundraising comp- contributions toward departments. Right, right, right. Yeah, just stuff. basically like you're, you know, we have right. like the UM Foundation. It's like y'all's foundation and then they allocate right. the money, whatever, which way. I'm the only co-actor in this whole shot. It's Peyton Manning and me. All right, I'm Googling this commercial after this. Everybody and, look up Trini and Peyton Manning. <laughs> it's Peyton Manning and me. And what the concept was, was, um, uh, hey, fundraising, it takes more than one person. You need a full stadium of people. So what we did, we shot it in Neyland Stadium, one person in the stands. And I'm just like, I'm yelling, like, yeah, let's go, balls, let's go. And Peyton walks into this, to this, uh, walks into the frame, and just goes, one person cheering, cheering in Neyland Stadium, not very impressive. One person cheering in Neyland Stadium, not really impressive. So, uh, so then it like kind of multiplies, and then more people show up. And then we have a shot of full Neyland Stadium. Mm-hmm. Like we need everyone's support to to really uh, dive in and 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 uh, make Donate, your make yeah. your donations. And anyway, but I, I screwed it up. So. We had shots of me cheering out loud. 
that that was the opening shot of me just like, yeah, let's go balls, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Come on, Big Orange. And what they told me, they said, hey, Peyton Manning's about to come in here. We're going to say, roll it. And then you have to start that same energy. I'm like, okay, great. They say, action. I start yelling. What they didn't tell me is that I was supposed to pretend yelling. So they already have me record a recording of my audio of me yelling and all the visual yeah, of me yeah, actually doing it. Yeah, yeah, so they just needed you in the background They just wanted me pretending. in the background pretending, yelling, kind of like... Right, they're going to layer it on top. Right, yeah. right, right. So not real, not yelling, just kind of like with my mouth open, just like pretending I'm yelling, but completely silent so Peyton can do his part. Yeah, so they can pick up his audio. I start yelling as they say action. They say cut, and Peyton looks over his shoulder. He just looks at me, and I'm just like, what did I do? And so they run up to me. They're like, Trini, Trini, just don't do not do any of the yelling. I forgot to tell you that part. So don't yell at all. Just kind of just, ah, just don't just don't actually yell out loud. Yeah. I was like, we okay. So I just kind of, the, so then second shot, I just kind of pretended it. Peyton did his lines and he nailed it. And so he's like, okay, let's do one more for, for, for good measure. We do one more take and he starts walking out. I'm like, there's no way. I'm letting him walk out of the stadium without me shaking his hand. Without me shaking his hand. I cannot do this without me shaking his hand. So I I run down the stairs. So I'm like, he's on like the field level. I'm mm-hmm. up in the stands. Yeah, you're going to have to like jump off. Like, right. Yeah. So I run down the stairs of the stadium. I jump over the wall. And I just come up to him. I got, Not like running up to him, but yeah. I kind of like marked my path where I would pass him on his way out. Mm-hmm. And on his way out, I was like, hey, Peyton. Great job. Shake his hand. And that was it. He was gone. That's my story. I love that. I can't I believe I've that. never told you this story. I, I can't believe I didn't know you were in a commercial with him. I'm going to Google it after this. Yeah, um, let me see, let me see no, that's, what it's called. That's fabulous. Yeah. I had a run-in with Archie once, literally in an elevator alone with him going up to the sweet boxes in Ole Miss's stadium. And all I could say was like, nice to meet you have a great day <laughs> like i i was like and i'm not one to normally get starstruck but i was like what do i tell somebody that you know i admire and have like so much respect for but i don't want to be that annoying you know like you don't want to be that annoying person that like tries to like get in this in-depth conversation in the elevator with them or like eh, like i don't want the autograph i don't want that like i just want to Express like, hey, I I like look up to you right. and I appreciate everything. But then, how do you do that without coming off as that annoying person? Because the annoying people ruin it for everybody. Can I get a picture? Can you yeah. sign this? And I like did they, not want to come off no, that way. Like, at all. Exactly. Same like same as you. Like you were like, I just want to shake his hand and like it was cool to get to. Yeah. Do what this if with I him. stopped him? I was like, hey, Peyton, can you sign my football? He would have been like, what the. F- yeah, like... Fuck out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, ex- probably not, but... Right, it, no, it he was, wouldn't have done that, but it's like, you know they get that all the time. Exactly. And it's so annoying. And, like, that was... I was like, how do I... And I was not prepared to actually be alone in an elevator with him. Obviously, that was not intentional. It just so happened. And then, in the moment, I'm like, what do you say without coming off as that annoying person? Of course, they're going to be polite, but, like, they get that crap all the time. But also, like, I, I, I just wasn't prepared. So literally all I got out after a whole elevator ride up, like, six floors, um, just me and him, was like, hey, Archie, good to see you. Hope you have a great game and a great day. Go Rebs. And, like, walked out because it was a game day. And that, that's, like, where we ran into each other. 
You um, wished Archie a great game, even though he wasn't playing? Well, it was just... I don't know what I said. <laughs> I don't know what I said. Hey, have a great game, bud. But, but you know what I mean. It was something like, enjoy the game, yeah, have yeah, a great yeah. day, like, Rebs, you know, nice to, nice to see you, or something like that. And then I got off the elevator, and I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, I just had... You know, a three solid minutes in an enclosed mm-hmm. space with this man. I, I could have probably told him or like thanked him, but then it's just like, what do you say? And you're not prepared, so I can relate to that. And then you don't want to be that annoying person again. But like right. you, you were like, I gotta go up and shake his hand, and like that was kind of how I was with Archie. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna like just tell him like I hope he has a great day and like blah blah blah. Yeah, and then I was be so cool, be cool, and be then cool. I was so flustered afterwards. I've like told all these people. I was like, oh my god. You guys will never believe what just happened to me, and I totally lost my shot. Like, alone with him to have, like, three-minute conversation, but where it's, like, casual. Like, you know, you want to come off casual. And, like, all I got out, but that was my extent of it. Anyways, um, we love the Mannings for all you listeners who don't know. Peyton's yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Listen to his speech if you haven't. And Trent Wait. was in a commercial with him, so Google it. One, yeah, it's called Big Orange Give colon November 8th and I'll link it in. Big Orange Give colon November 8th and uh, it's from like 20 it's from 2018 and so I'll, I can link it in the in the description for our podcast too um, one more question before we, okay. we go yeah, away yeah. from like this, this is a great combo um, what if so I've, I know a friend that was in a situation actually with Peyton Manning mm-hmm. if you are in the bathroom and oh. the person is in the stall right next Mm-mm. to you. Do you say something? No, you do not. <laughs> you do not try to talk to a man while he taking a dump or while he going to the urinal. No, it you wasn't. Don't. No, it definitely wasn't a dump. Uh, in Peyton Manning's situation, it was um my friend. He was at the urinal, and Peyton Manning was just a couple urinals over because it was at it was at a football game. They were up in the like they were up in the press box. While you're peeing together. They were up in the press box. Uh, so uh, they were in the bathroom, and he was just like doing his business. And he looks over, and Peyton Manning is two urinals over. How do you not say something? I mean, <laughs> like, maybe hey, uh, you enjoying your time? I don't know if you. I don't think you say <laughs> How's something. How's the piss going? <laughs> I don't think you say something while you're both peeing, but maybe as you're like zipping up and like washing hands or walking out, like you try to like time it where you're like walking out the door together, and you're yeah, like, "Hey, man, exactly. You know how are you?" And like you kind of, I feel like that's how you can. Like again, I'm no expert here. I blew my shot. I was casual, and I said three words, you know, two sentences, but that is, like, I probably wouldn't have said anything while we're both standing there peeing, uh-huh. but, like, I mean, even if you're not done peeing and you see Peyton is, like, out, like, I probably would have, like, zipped it up and, like, met the man at the the hand-washing station or, like, at the door and be like, hey, man, like, good to see you, and, like, kind of walk out together, make it casual in that way, and then you you try to talk. Here's what I do. I... <laughs> I push my piss out and make it as fast as possible. Zip my pants up flush. And then I he's still peeing. I would walk past me like, that's the only time I beat Peyton Manning. That's the only time I beat him. Because I beat him in the piss like I, I finished before he did. That's what you'd say. You've thought about that. Just then. I just thought about that just then. You think he would laugh or you think he'd be like, what the hell is That'd this guy doing so commenting awkward. on my pee? <laughs> Like, it could I go hope. one of two ways. He would get the joke, and he'd be like, ha-ha, right? Yeah. Or he would be like, this dude really is, like, commenting on Are you a pee competition. Kid? Yeah. Like, I don't know you. Like, that could go one of two ways. It could be funny, or he could be like, what Maybe in the world? Maybe we were both drunk. Maybe he would laugh. Yeah. No, that's what I'm literally saying. It could... He it would could laugh, be- 
or, or he I would, would be like, "Why are you commenting would, on my pee?" And you that would, would probably that be the last interaction I would ever have with Peyton Manning, and he has to go to his grave thinking about that fuck that said that shit in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like this one time, I was in the UT stadium, and some kid said he beat me to my pee. <laughs> <laughs> He like, beat me what? in a pissing contest. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm telling you, that would go one of two ways. I think the safer bet is a casual chat as you're washing your hands or out hold the door. Hold the door for him. Yeah, you like, hold the hey, door. You, you let him go back. You, you do a little pat on the back. You're like, hey, man, enjoy you the You do game. not touch somebody when you're coming out of a bathroom. All right, fine. You, you do not try to shake hands or pat on the back. No, none of that. No matter if like, you wash your hands or not. If you're holding the door and he passes through and you're like, hey, man, have a great game. Like, I feel like that's casual. Enjoy the like. I don't know. Anyways, I I'm think not, that's. I'm a, not touching anybody. Whatever, whatever. Uh, if, if I was anybody, I'm not a dude. I don't know what the bathroom celebrity or is. not. If someone held my held the door for me and they say, "Take care, bud," and put their hand on my back, even if I saw him wash his hands, no, please don't touch me while we are in the 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 men's restroom. Yeah, but you're gonna comment on a pee competition. This is what I'm getting at. Here. I don't know. I don't know. That was the only thing that I could think of. <laughs> But I mean that, that's that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, but I already had my interaction with him a couple times actually because. Um, but that that was the that was the main one was for that commercial, and uh, and that that was it. I think that's the last time I'll ever interact with Babe Manning. But yeah. that's okay. Uh, for you and my sake both, I hope it's not our last. But if it is, got to shake his hand. Cool memory. Yeah. Yeah. I got to shake his hand. I got to shake his hand. I love that. We can have a whole uh, seg. Uh, we can have a whole episode about starstruck moment. I'm pretty sure you met a lot of celebrities. Yeah, like, we maybe next week we can talk about that. We can um, talk about celebrities. I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah, we can do like our our sports celebrities we've met or interactions we've had with big name players. Um, that's gonna be interesting. Yes. Stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. Uh, but we've gotten real sidetracked. In a great way, I will always this get sidetracked. Side track. This wasn't sidetracked. This is track, an incredible episode. I was gonna say, in a great, I was getting at. We've gotten sidetracked off of Peyton Manning Hall of Fame, but in the most fun way, like in, in a great way. Fun way. Um, but let's jump into fall camp. Like we've got some stuff going on. We are a few days in. It's officially started. Uh, Ole Miss. Hopefully, it has. COVID is coming. Uh, not f- COVID is coming. <laughs> Well, COVID could still happen, but every single Ole Miss player were at 100% vaccination, so I'm hoping okay. that we don't have to deal with those effects as much this year. Because we had to cancel like the A&M game last year, but it wasn't our fault. It was because they didn't. It, it was remember. their players. I remember. Yep. And so to prevent some of that, we're at 100% vaccination. Every single player, every single coach, every single person involved with our organization, to my knowledge, it's it's been like big headline. We're at, we're 100%. Uh, and there's been, I think Kiffin was like, there's been some backlash, but like, why? You know, like. No more masks, no more vax, no more masks. Yeah, you've got like uh, a lot of people, I guess, that have, have pushed back on that. But we're at 100% vaccination for the Ole Miss football team. So yeah. that's How's fall good. Camp going? And hopefully, if things happen with COVID, it's not going to be fingers crossed because of us. I'm hoping that that will help. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Fall camp, though, started four days ago. We're like, not even a full weekend, but we've kicked things off. Um, we're officially, you know, now that we're in fall camp, we're also 20, 25 days, which is crazy to think how close that is. Because, um, like, football season seems so far away, but, like, we're 25 days away from 
Ole Miss's kickoff against Louisville, which means we're only like 22 days away from the first game, which is you guys on that Thursday night because we play that Monday or that, yeah, maybe that Sunday um, of Labor Day weekend. And so it's like great to know that we're essentially a give or take first game 20-ish days away from football se- season being back on our televisions. Um, but we're 25 days away from Ole Miss's kickoff versus Louisville. We've got a lot going on, four days into fall camp, lots of changes happening. Um, a couple things that I just wanted to, to highlight and talk about in terms of first few days at fall camp, it's always like, I remember working for the team, and it was always like such, like fall camp were like the best times. Because like everybody, if you're there and we're there, we were always there so much earlier than like all the other students coming back. So you still kind of have the run of the town, but there's enough people there like in Oxford and like you're at, you know, practices and scrimmages all day. And like you, everybody's eating together after practice. And like, you're just like really ingrained. And like, those were some of the most fun times because you, everybody's got like this like preseason jitter. Everybody doesn't know what's going to happen. Everybody's really hopeful. And it was just always the most fun moments when I was like with the team during fall camp Mm -hmm. and so even in the first few days we've had um quite a bit going on we're still trying to establish stuff but uh one of the biggest things that we could have we all anticipated would happen but now it's like officially official in fall camp John Rice Plumley. so we know Matt Corral is our starting QB you know top three in the nation right now got beat out or, or beat out John Rice Plumley. Um, last year, but we we saw this like kind of switch off where they would still sometimes take turns, and then sometimes like John Rice would be in a whiteout position, but then they would do a trick play. Like it was it was this back and forth where like Matt was the starter, but like nobody really knew what was happening with John Rice because every now and then he'd come in as QB or as wide receiver or as a running back or a trick play, and like you just didn't know what the direction was. But now that we've like solidified Corral as starting QB, John Rice has officially become a slot receiver for Ole Miss. So he's no longer practicing with the QBs. He's no longer involved in that group. Like, he's full-blood with the wideouts. Um, And we saw that transition last year, but, like, nothing was ever definite until right now that fall camp has started, and, like, now it's definite. He's true slot receiver um, practicing with them and, like, ramping up for this year. That's exciting. That's yeah. exciting. Uh, that, that reminds me of a quarterback that was recruited as a quarterback over at Tennessee, Jawan Jennings. You Georgia fan knows. You Georgia fans know about Jawan Jennings. I don't know about him. Um, Jawan Jennings. He he made it to the NFL. Played for the um, played on the seventy uh, the Forty Niners, San Francisco San Francisco Forty Niners team. So um, yeah, maybe you have your your next great Ole Miss wide receiver. Yeah, coming in. They. I mean, there's big there. shoes to fill with you know Elijah Moore moving on and we've got some other wideouts in there but like John Rise is just such a fun player to watch because he's so dynamic that's why that's why I like him you know he's a he's a dual sport college athlete he plays baseball um for Ole Miss and like went to the super regional and then now he's back out on the football field like he's just so talented and he's so fun to watch he had over a thousand rushing yards last year and like he was in this kind of like limbo position where he was this wide receiver but he was a running back but he was a quarterback but he ran a lot and like he you know caught the ball like that's crazy and so like he's so dynamic but he's such a fun player to watch because no matter where you stick him the kid is fast and like he's a smart player um and so he can pick up on, on learning a new position and is like 
he's one of those like by the books guys where like he's gonna do his homework and he's gonna come prepared into every game no matter where you put him so I think it'll be really really fun to see what he does got a glimpse of that last year but that's like official this year um and so he's practicing with him in fall camp which I'm excited about um and then another thing is you know with Matt Corral being number one QB John Rice moving officially to slot receiver we've kind of got this like battle so I've heard or like kind of been trying to keep up with on Twitter for that second string QB slot now because that was John Rice and he's not there so who is going to take over if something happens to Matt or if we got to pull him out for you know a snap or something um so we've got this battle going on between um Kinked Dent and Luke Ademeyer uh fighting for like the number That's two number QB two spot, spot. Mm-hmm. turn up but like that turn I mean, up for the backup QBs we're, we're in I think Matt's last year of eligibility so at the same time they're fighting for number two this year but like they might be depending on where Arch Manning goes plug um <laughs> unless Arch comes to us you know they essentially are fighting for number two I'd now be ticked shut up if we I battled for the number two spot and I'm just like, hey, I earned my right. I earned my spot. I earned my space. Um, time to get that position. See you later, Matt Corral. Have fun in the NFL. Best of luck to you. I love you, brother. Uh, time for me to step in and take control. Arch Manning has committed to the <laughs> Ole Miss Rebels. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you lose everything. Yeah, you think well, they're going to sit Arch oh, no, Manning we'll on see the that, bench? I was going to say, we'll see nope. that kid in the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah, immediately. He's going straight to Jacksonville State. <laughs> He's gonna go, gonna go, uh, try to try to make a name of himself over there because Arch Manning is taking the full yeah. stage if he comes to Ole Miss. But that's what I mean. That's like I'd be pissed if I was like the second string, yeah, yeah, <laughs> second yeah. string guy that's trying to fight for a spot for next year. Yeah. So right? so we'll see. Right now, fighting for number two, uh, you know, in hopes that they'll be number one when Matt leaves is kind of you know the thought. But again. Arch Manning's an official visit. I'm feeling hopeful, but we'll just see what happens. Anyways, all that to say, <laughs> second string QB slot. It's got a fight going on right now in fall camp. I'll be interested to see who comes out as that second string QB and fills in for Matt when needed or, you know, whatever the situation is. Um, last two things for me on Ole Miss fall camp, and then we'll flip to Tennessee. Jerry on Ely, big things expecting for him in running back. Um, in the running back role this year, he's – Highly sought after, highly recruited, was with us last year, got some play time. He's battled an injury even throughout, like, spring, summer because he was also a dual athlete. He and John Rice were baseball and football players. Um, but uh, it right now is participating in fall camp, which is very, very exciting and makes me feel hopeful that the injury is behind us. He's had the summer to rehab. He didn't play. Um to my knowledge, as far as like super regional, regionals went in baseball this summer because of the injury. So it's good to hear that he's back and healthy and is participating in fall camp and we're expecting a lot out of him in the running back position. Um, And then last thing for me is O-linemen. We've got a big transfer that just joined Ole Miss a few weeks ago. Um, It's our center on the O-line. His name is Orlando Umana. Um, And he is starting as our center, just transferred. I don't know. I found this plastic thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to tell the audience what just happened. Anyways. Um, <laughs> O-lineman. He's our new center. He's already, like, apparently 
kicking ass and taking names. Um, and I'm really excited about that. We were going to talk about this at some point, but I'm I'm kind of partial to the O-linemen. O-linemen are my favorite players slash position in all football. Um, when I used to film, I was always filmed up or, or partnered up to film O-linemen in their, like, endo periods where everybody breaks out, you know, into their units and focuses on what they need to do. And so I was always with the O-linemen. Um, and back when it was Matt Luke, you know, I was always, like, working with him before he became the head coach and when he was our O-line coach. And so I've kind of got a soft spot in my heart for O-linemen, but at the same time, like, I think the reason for me that they're some of my – or they are my – you know, favorite position of players is like the sole purpose of an O lineman is to protect someone other than themselves. Like they, O linemen don't do the job in football for the glory of being an O lineman or the stats or like the, you know, the the player highlights that you get with like a really great wide receiver, a really great running back, or really great tight end or QB. Like their whole role is to protect someone else. It's like a very selfless role. Um, And I just, I respect the hell out of that. They get beat the hell up. Um, They go through a lot of physical pain and like torment that they put on their knees and their body. And it's all to protect the the QB and the playmaker. Um, And I just have a lot of respect for O-line. I think that's why they're my favorite. Uh, But I'm curious what your favorite position is in all football, if you uh, have one. I have one. I was here. Actually, like, yeah, I really, I really admire, I feel like if I was playing football, I would love to be a linebacker. I always feel like whenever I look at the linebackers, it's like, those are, those are pretty much the, the, uh, I see them as the part of the defense where, they are the hard hitters and kind of like bulkier guys that are just going to get down the dirt and 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 kind of just run somebody over. Yes, there's a all football players kind of do that. They all get pretty physical, but uh when it comes to linebackers, I just uh I they come they become one of my favorite favorite people to watch. Whenever I'm analyzing a defense or looking at a defense while they're playing in a football game, I'm looking straight at those linebackers and seeing exactly where they move and how they're how they're covering uh everybody else because you kind of you kind of get a gist of like every 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 other position on the defensive side, which mm-hmm. is you have the defensive line, you have a couple rusher, a couple step back, then you have the cornerbacks, they they're covering the wide receivers, and then the linebackers are kind of in the middle of like, okay, are they gonna be coming covering man? Are they gonna be uh, uh, picking up the the uh, underneath the route or or going high uh, up with the safeties? It's just all always so so interesting to watch that position and how they move around throughout the field. So I would say the linebackers are definitely a a, a, a position that I admire um, as I watch the sport. But that's my favorite position. Yeah. No, I love that. Great I feel like question. you don't Great hear question. a lot about um, like linebackers don't really get the sh- the shout outs that they probably deserve. So I love yeah. that. Um, yeah. Interceptions come from safeties and cornerbacks. The sacks come from the defensive linemen and then the linebackers. Yeah, there's a lot of great. Hall of Fame linebackers, a lot of great named linebackers that everyone knows about. Um, uh, their their big plays uh, come every now and again. Right, and, it's like it's they, the same thing. It's like do, something. It's like, yeah, it's huge. It's yeah, huge. no, I love that. Um, 
That that was a good one. Thank you. I like that one. Um, I'd say my second favorite. Your second favorite. I have a second favorite is okay. probably a tight end. Um, they're just so versatile. Like they can. It, I guess it's kind. of, I mean, essentially the same as a a linebacker in a sense. Like where their role is not distinctive, but right? when they make they're a big play, or... yeah, like whether they're blocking or, you know, sometimes a tight end will sub in for a running back or sometimes like in our case at Ole Miss, at least in the way that we used to run offense, like under Q Freeze, it's like I think of Evan Ingram, like mm-hmm. he, but he was a tight end, but almost a wide receiver. Like he'll go 20 yards to, to make a catch and like go into the end zone. And so like, it's just very versatile, but they can be used in so many different aspects. I would say that's probably my second favorite. That's the uh, – people made fun of me for what the Cowboys jersey that I bought. So I'm a Cowboys fan, and I got a Jason Witten jersey out of Tennessee. Jason Witten went to Tennessee. For people that don't know, that's the reason I got the jersey. But um, people were like, oh, you got a tight ends jersey? And I was like, what's wrong with the tight end? Yeah. Tight end, tight end do, do a lot of great things for a team. What yeah, there's some. About? Yeah, there's some big tight ends that literally can make or break an offense. Mm-hmm. Like, um, oh gosh, uh, Kelsey with the Travis. Kelsey yeah, with Travis the Kelsey Chiefs. with the Chiefs. Like, everybody knows Kelsey and everybody loves him because that's like if a, you have a good tight end, you see them shine in those ways, and they'll they'll help create an offense where they can be creative and use those tight ends in situations like Kelsey. So, like, that's not an uncommon jersey, right? Nobody makes fun of that. But then when you've got these, like, less popular tight ends, like, people are like, what? Like, you're wrapping a tight end jersey? Like, but, like, I I, I think that's where it's so cool with tight ends is, like, they can, I mean, truly, sometimes a tight end can, like, make or break what way an offense goes or, like, how they use these big-name tight ends. It can either flop or it can really be a big advantage. And you've seen that with the Chiefs and, like, um. Yeah, Evan Ingram's been okay with the Giants, but like they've used Kittle. him in a creative way, like which Kittle is with the Forty ers Yeah, it, it's right. cool to watch. Um, shout out to tight ends. Yeah, shout out to tight ends, linebackers, and O linemen. We respect you. We see you, and we appreciate you. That's it. Boom. Nice. All right. Tennessee fall camp. Right? Yeah, let's do it. Is that is it time? Yep. Okay, so um, I mean. We're in the we're in the spot that we all thought we were. Um, who's we, your quarterback? We, 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 <laughs> no, Four days in. Who's your quarterback? We're actually <laughs> that's the thing. We're actually uh, narrowing it down. I think uh, the, as seeing in recent news, but you know other positions are going in strong. We're uh, finally uh, finalizing some offensive linemen. Uh, some new names over on the offensive linemen as well. Um, uh, but some familiar names. We're talking about the Mays brothers, Cooper and Cade. We'll see how they do. Uh, Cade is definitely going to be a starter. Uh, uh, so the, uh, looking forward to watching our offensive line develop throughout fall camp. Um, defense, defense has been uh, definitely uh, been developing uh, over over camp as well. Uh, wide receivers, outside of uh, Vilas Jones, no one's I, – I, I don't really know – what other wide receivers have have produced in the past, so we're just gonna be have to see. We'll see what happens there. A lot of, not a definitely, a lot of definite de- development for the running backs uh, uh, with Small and uh, and Evans, the JUGO transfer transfer, doing their thing at running back. But just to cover those positions to lead up to what the big news is with Tennessee is that we we 
we don't know what who our quarterback is. But Brian Maurer. Um, We're not surprised have, by that yet. Right, right. <laughs> this is no if, shock. <laughs> if you all saw the episode from a couple weeks ago, y'all, Savannah asked me, hey, who do you think is going to get the starting job? I was like, I, I think Brian Maurer has some potential. I think he's a, a fan favorite. I think he's been uh, showing a, a couple of uh, great plays, even throughout uh, uh, spring camp and then uh, the spring game. And then also um, uh, last year, uh, playing for the Vols and, and yeah. the year before as well. So he's been. And he's kind of fought. Yeah. Uh, to the nail, essentially, to like try to get up to this spot as like the official yeah, well, starter. You know, the spot is dropping. He apparently he's trying to leave the team. He's I been, saw that. He's been posting some Instagram posts all over social media talking about, hey, on to the next one, time to move on. They don't, wa- they don't want me or something like that, and. And there's no development, like, uh, there's no update on where this is going. Apparently, Coach is going to talk to him tomorrow on Friday to kind of see, see what, what the heck is going on. But uh, I think I they had a that. meeting where, like, hey, we're still fighting for the spot. Uh, this is what was told to media. Like, hey, hey, Brian, we're Josh, Coach Heupel came up to Brian. Like, hey, we're still fighting for the spot. They're still Four quarterbacks. We gotta be able to develop ourselves. But I think he gave. They came to that meeting like, "Hey, Brian, you're you're at the bottom right now. You got you got Harrison Bailey, Joe Milton, and and Hendon Hooker. Uh, Hendon Hooker again, a transfer from Virginia Tech. Joe Milton, a transfer from uh, Michigan. And then Harrison Bailey, uh, been in Tennessee for a couple years now. So um, uh, he, they're all gonna be um, uh, fighting for that spot. But Brian Maurer is is trying to clear himself out the picture that's what it looks like so my fan favorite i thought he was i thought he was going to be doing some things but i mean i we thought he was I, the I, one i see these other quarterbacks i know what they're capable of i saw their stats at other schools and and looks like we're we're uh we're finally finally narrowing it down by uh disqualification <laughs> Brian Maurer wants to go home, apparently. I, but uh, I'll be keeping an eye on that to see where, where this goes. Yeah, I um, I did see some buzz around that. And I, it sounds to me kind of like an attitude problem. Like, the kid, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's like what it sounds like to me. Like, he's pissed off that he might get beat out. I totally get that. Like, he's worked for this spot for a couple years now or at least like the guys yeah, the, like, like the second string over at Ole Miss when no, Arch Manning it, comes to town exactly like <laughs> nobody's gonna be happy and they're pissed off but at that point like we're so close to the, like you guys you're about 20 days out from your first game like if he was seriously thinking about transferring you would have thought knowing going into this season that he was gonna have to battle for what his third year now that like Again, I I can't be in the heads of these people. I mean, they're young. Everybody's it's a kid. It's a college decision. They've got lives at UT or whatever. But like, at the like, I see both sides. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Like, I see where he would be pissed off because he's worked for that spot and now he's having to battle it again with a new coach, with a new offensive plan, yada yada yada. But I also I'm like, we kind of, it, it kind of, nothing was given. And with all of the change, you can never expect things to be certain. So if he was, like, super unhappy or might have seen this in the forefront, transferring is an option. But at this point, you're so close to season. Where is he going to walk into that is, like, potentially going to give him a starting spot at a Power 5 school? I don't see that happening either. So he can either – my point is, is I think he can either get with the attitude change in the program and fight – 
for a spot at Tennessee, or if he's really going to transfer, he's not giving himself much time to compete with the other QBs at a Power 5 school for a new spot with a new coach and a new school 20 days away from the start of season. Regardless, what's up with people in their Twitter fingers? Why do they make these subtle posts of like, hey guys, he, I'm upset. I'm not going to tell you what's going on, but I'm going to put this com- this caption here that's going to cause some buzz in the media and within the fans just to rile up everybody. He's doing it on purpose because he's pissed off and he's got an attitude. That's what I'm getting at. Like, Twitter fingers. There's no other reason that he would do that other than to draw attention Trigger to Trigger finger over Twitter fingers. Yeah, he's just, Trigger he wants attention. Trigger fingers over Twitter fingers. Who is, who's raps that? You're getting bodied by singing. Who sings that? Drake. Was that the song you talked about last week? The no, it's not. I can't think of that song. What was that song? That is um uh uh back to back his mm. uh diss track to Meek Mill. That's right. Because yeah. you it took you forever to remember that. Trigger no, finger over Twitter. Fingers. My anyway. um that's my I think it's like at this point he's not giving himself much to work with if he if he knew he was going to go into this battle and wasn't going to fight to the end and have a good attitude about it he should have transferred now he's twenty days out he's going to battle no matter where he goes trying to, you know, scramble and join a program before season. So if I were him, or I don't know, I'm just like trying to cause drama or bring attention to yourself on social media with these subtle hits isn't going to help the fact that he's still got to fight for his spot. Mm -hmm. So get out there, switch your attitude and fight for your spot that you've worked for for three years. Or if you want to transfer, you better make the decision in the next few days. Right, right. Otherwise, you're screwing your own self. It's a tough position, definitely at Tennessee, because you have Brian Maurer, who's who I would say is uh, someone that one of all the Tennessee fan favorite. Want, like, one, one, t- one Tennessee get out there fans and show the fans succeed. why. Tennessee fans want to see everyone succeed, right. but they 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 like they like Brian. Put they the like, work into it and get out there, win your spot, and show them why you deserve it. If you're the fan favorite, they like, like prove Harrison. Them right. They like Harrison. He was he was he was a stud coming out of high school, and they want to see him succeed here. They they were talking about him being like you know that next Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. So uh, Harrison Bailey is doing his thing, and then you have Joe and uh, uh, and Hendon, who are transfers who have who have proven themselves on the college football level, and and proven on their stats and their experience. They could be also stars as well. So it's it's really a tough position with these four quarterbacks because whoever's going to get that starting position, everyone's going to be pretty ticked because they they are all very. Um, uh, uh, skilled players, uh, from what fans can see and what we've and what uh, uh, I'm sure coaches see as well. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're we're pretty. We're, I would say we're stacked at quarterback this year. We just don't know who's starting. That's right. the only. That's the only thing that's going right. on right now. We'll see. I, I'm very interested to keep up with that drama next week. Drama. A weekend. It is drama. I mean, drama. it is the kids blowing up his social media, acting like he's going to change. It's drama. Biggest story coming out of Ball's fall camp. Biggest story. Alvin Kamara is on the Jumbotron. So <laughs> the back of the Jumbotron has oh, been updated. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is on the back of the Jumbotron. Feel free to drive by or look it up on Wait. social media. There's a new picture on the back of the Jumbotron. When did that happen? I think like Tuesday. I think Tuesday they put it up. Okay. And it's yeah. going to be there for the season, I'm uh-huh. assuming? Okay. They, they, they update it from time to time. I think they took down Jason Witten. Jason Witten used to be up there. Yeah. They, now I think it's uh, oh, I do uh, love Al Alvin Wilson. Kamara. Uh, General Nealon, General Robert Nealon, and then uh, Alva Kamara now. Yeah, he, he's gotten that spot up there. He's earned that. I like that. I, yeah. I really like Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Um, Former Rookie of the Year. He's the he's the face of the Saints now, now that yeah. Drew Brees is retired. 1,000% the face of the Saints. Yeah. And I always try to draft him in my fantasy pick if I can. Yeah, Drew Brees I, is I like retired. Michael Thomas is going through some kind of injury right now. So Alva Kamara, that's his whole team. 
He, he's running. He's running. Yeah, running he's the a show fan favorite. He's a fan favorite. Uh, fan favorites. Fan, fan favorite favorites. forever. Yeah, we love the fan favorite. Um, no, I love that. That's super exciting. When I go to Neelan with you this fall, I can't wait to see Alvin Kamara up there. I have respect for him. I really like him as a player. No, we'll snap it up. Yeah. Snap no, it up for the group. That'll be fun. Um, anything else coming out of, of four days into fall camp for UT? No. All right. Nothing, uh, nothing, nothing worth noting. Just, just camp, just camp. Uh, I know we have a scrimmage coming up, so the, um, the, I'm sure to listen to the notes from that from our uh, media people over in Knoxville, and uh, trying to uh, keep on keep in touch with that. But other than that, yeah, that's it. Cool. Well, when we get back next week, we'll be a week and a half into fall camp. Who knows what happens then? I mean, stuff changes every single day. Um, so we'll have some updates coming at you, and maybe we'll talk uh, about like what we said earlier, our favorite celebrity or famous sports people moments that we've had or just interactions. I think that'll be cool. And then we'll give some fall camp updates. Um, top three. We got to go top three. All right. All right top three. You're top right. three interactions. We got to narrow it down because I feel like we could get really in the weeds We with could this get shit. really in the weeds. <laughs> like we could get, like I've got some like stories that like don't really mean much, but at the same time I'm like, yeah, I could share that. Like just keep, keep it up with just keep it in the sports. And just then, keep it sports um, related, like athletes and coaches and stuff. Yeah, no, I like that. All right, so next week we're going to talk about that, some of our moments and interactions with famous sports players, top three, and then fall camp updates for both of our teams going into season. And then next week is my B day, giving my own self a shout out. But I'm going to Dallas next weekend. Um, I'm going to the Texans and Cowboys preseason game next saturday in jerry world and it'll be my first time going to jerry world um shout out to my friend i gotta give a shout out to my friend mallory nesbitt roommate friend for life staying with her and then we're going to support our longtime friend uh aj moore who plays for the texans we're gonna watch him so and your favorite college football player dak prescott never oh you know I can't. I mean, I, I I don't mind Dak, but it's just he went to stay. I can't, I'm not a really a Cowboys I fan. I got you. I'll be go a, Cowboys. I'll be cheering for my friend AJ Moore and the Texans in that game. Um, but maybe I'll have something to talk about NFL related a few weeks out uh, after that game and how things go. It'll be my first experience at Jerry World. I know you're a Cowboys fan, so that'll be fun to talk about too. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, I'm. 30 minutes without a beer at this point. I didn't bring another one in, and I'm dying, so... We can just clink with our empty... I have two cans here. I drank I, two I IPAs during this during this show. Well, I would have brought another one in, but I've been sitting here with an empty glass right, for 30 minutes. Let's clink all, all three. Right. One, two, three. Nice. Fantastic. Thank you. See you guys next week. Yes, sir. Oh, that was a good one. Which, where do you want to start? Honestly... The vocal exercises, but then I think after that we started talking about. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't think we have to cut anything other than.